Maxie, it's a Sunday morning. I've just been entertained by the man, Robbie Williams himself. I'm coming down from a high, but look, at the same time, it's a beautiful time to be potting because we are joined on the line by Bonnie from Stand Atlantic, who's resting a sore neck, but it's a pleasure to have you on either way. You sound like such a grandma. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> look, there's worse, like, injuries to have. Like, you know, like, you could be, like, nursing a hangover or something. Yeah, I just slept so fucked yesterday, and then I went on stage tonight, and I tried, like, headbang, and I was like, oh, nah, <laughs> that ain't happening. But, like, a robot all night, just, like, trying to not move my neck. That's <laughs> the rock and roll lifestyle. Sleeping weird. And I then guess. getting on stage and fucking yourself up. <laughs> <laughs> That's one one version of the rock star lifestyle. <laughs> uh, Bonnie, we, we kick off pretty much the same way every week by asking the same question. What has been spinning in your playlist lately? What have you been listening to, um, you know, just in your own time? I don't really listen to much music. I buy it so much that like, and there's so many options now of like new music. I'm just kind of like, I guess I'll just put something that I've always listened to my whole life on. Um, but uh, I did get introduced to a new song. Uh, by Tate McRae called Greedy. I really like that right now. It's pretty cool. That's that on that. <laughs> I think that's blowing up. That's all over TikTok at the moment, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah, maybe. Um, that new fucking uh, G Flip album is actually yes, mega. Yeah, it's it's a sick album actually. I I was yeah. kind of like a bit hesitant to get into it because I was like oh like I've been a bit like on and off on some of the latest stuff and I was like actually that's yeah, pretty yeah. good I'll get in I'll allow it yeah I like it a lot it's cool <laughs> oh, well we're gonna get to all things good things very shortly but I mean I'm sure everyone's talked to you about it already but I'm gonna jump on the bandwagon yeah, too and that is your recent team up with Mike Shinoda mm. I mean talk to us about that experience because I can assume that it's a bit of a bucket list item you didn't know was even achievable. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I got the call, like, a week before, and I thought originally, like, I'd just be, like, recording guitar, like, on a track, so I was like, cool, like, I don't have to, like, I was so busy, like, we've been writing, we were writing every day, and we had tour as well, so I had, like, no days off, so I was like, all right, well, in my spare time, like, I can just, like, wrap my head around the song and, like, go in, record the parts, because you record it in sections, it'd be sweet. And then two days before, I find out, Nah, it's a live recording, dickhead. So I'm like, <laughs> holy fuck. And I almost just like called my manager and I was like, I'm not doing this. Like, I'm going to be like made a fool <laughs> of. Like, I can't do this. I don't have time, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, you're an idiot. And I was like, all right, fair. And so I just fucking set aside like four hours, learnt it, like tried to just memorize everything as much as I could. And then I was so nervous going into the day that I feel like I couldn't even enjoy it as much as I wanted to because I was just like anxious the entire fucking time that I would just make a complete idiot of myself. So that's pretty much my whole life though, to be honest. So yeah, it was sick though. And Mike is like super sweet. He made me feel at ease as much as was humanly possible. Um, and yeah, he was very complimentary. And uh, yeah, it was, it was insane. I can't believe it even happened. Crazy. Have you ever stared at a fretboard that hard, making sure you're playing the right chords? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> never. <laughs> that was the hardest I've ever looked at the guitar. I noticed so many new things. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's chat some Stand Atlantic for a second. Uh, you know, you, you guys recently dropped Sex on the Beach, your latest single, and yep. it's a pretty... There's parts of that track that have a, a bit of a, a sonic shift for, for the band. You know, oh, there's okay. some, some electronica sort of like 
like mix in throughout throughout the track. Mm-hmm. What kind of what kind of marked that shift, dude? I I truly don't know. I, I literally don't know. <laughs> like me and Stevie were like riding in Manchester, and we were just like experimenting with different sounds. And like he had that verse, like the beat kind of like down. And we're like, oh, it'd be cool to do some like talky like rap thing over that or whatever. And then that then turned into like, oh, but the chorus should be rock. So like, all right, cool. And then <laughs> it wasn't even rock. It was like something else. And then we were like, actually, you know what? This doesn't make any sense. But like, let's just roll with it for now and just like, just sit on it for a bit. And I heard the demo back after like, I was going home after the session and I was like, this sucks. Why the fuck did we even waste any time on this? I was like, I hate this. It's so stupid. <laughs> and then I listened to it a couple more times. And then the next day I roll <laughs> rock in and I'm like, this shit fucking slaps. <laughs> this is the best <laughs> song ever. It's like, it was like a slow burn. So like, I fully understand like if people like on first listen, like just don't get it. Cause I, I didn't even fucking get it. And uh, me and Stevie wrote the fucking thing. We both had the exact same like reaction. We were just like, I don't, I don't know what this is, but we're going to roll with it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's super sick though. Live, it's so fun. And like, I just like, I know a lot of people like kind of scared when they listen to it and they're just like, oh, you've changed. But it's like, ugh, grow up. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if that's not the best advice I've ever heard from any band to yeah. a band. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, that's about it. grow up. <laughs> <laughs> like you mentioned there like there was a moment when you were kind of sitting there going oh the chorus has to be rock was there ever a time when you were like it was going to steer well clear of, of the usual standard electric sound or, like was there ever a point when you go fuck it let's just like you know caution to the wind let's do whatever we want and and see how we go yeah yeah the whole record is kind of like that i feel like but also sex on the beach is also nothing like anything else on the record so this whole like <laughs> album has been like just a mind fuck we've been like i don't know it's the riskiest stuff we've ever done but we've also got like the heaviest song we've ever written and like the poppiest shit we've ever done as well so um we were just really really instead of kind of like tiptoeing around like different genres and sounds we kind of just like took took what we thought the song was and just like lent into it as much as possible and like yeah it's definitely our like riskiest album for sure I'm scared, but I also feel like if you don't take any risks, then like there's no growth and like not even just like growth of the band, but like personal growth. Like you're just kind of doing the same shit over and over. It's it's fucking boring, dude. You can play this shit every day. I'm bored. <laughs> well, either the fans will grow up or they won't. And that's not your problem. That's not th- nothing that's to do not with you. You're problem. fine. That's their parents' problem. <laughs> I'll change your diapers though. Listen to the record. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Stan Atlantic's popularity continues to to grow. And I mean, this year's been as big as any for you guys. And, you know, you look at Download Festival and, and you've played a, a bunch of really big tours. How do mm. you go personally, like reflecting on moments like that? Yeah, I don't think I process much in the moment. I think I'll take little, little bits like of a set that's like crazy. And beforehand, I'll be freaking the fuck out. And then I'll get on stage and kind of black out and then come off and be like, that was mad. Hey, I'm like, do I even remember what happened? (laughs) But uh, there's definitely moments in sets like that, like download for us was like a big one in the UK. And um, we played main stage. And I remember just like seeing so many people. And they were like all singing like lyrics back and like, those little moments like that, I'm just like, snapshot. And it's like, that's 
that was crazy. Like, I don't know. Stuff like that. You just take little, little things. Because if I had to remember every fucking set I ever played, I'd, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what, what my brain would do. <laughs> <laughs> Journaling backstage just after you come off. Today went really well. It was so nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, well, you didn't sing a damn word. Oh, <laughs> my bad. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just stand there and be like, this is pretty magical. What a time. Maybe I should do that one day. Maybe I should just do that and be like, this is my taking it in set. I'm going to stand here and just with my arms on my hips and just go, hmm, very good. like it. Bring out like a little paint canvas and like a palette and you can just like paint the crowd for them as they... Bob Ross it. (laughs) As they rock it out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Happy little trees. It'd be beautiful. Uh, And, you know, sort of continue on that theme. You guys have obviously traveled pretty much everywhere. What's been Mm. the most exciting city to to get around and explore as a band? I love New York. Every time. New York's the best. Um, What else? I think it's just New York. (laughs) New York is sick. I can't think of anything else right now. Put me on the spot. I'm not good at it. But New York is definitely up there. For sure. No, fair play. Look, the rest of the cities can get fucked. New York's the one. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, from New York City back to home soil, you know, you've got The Biscuit, Fallout Boy, Corey Taylor, you've got Stand Atlantic coming home. I mean, we're better to kick things off than Good Things Festival for the uh, the festive season. Yeah, I'm excited that we're playing it. We've never played it before, so... It'd be good. It'd be nice to see friends and like just hang the fuck out. I wish it was longer than three days. <laughs> it's annoying. You gotta pack it all in. But I uh, mean, yeah, I'm super excited. You said it's all about seeing friends. Is it literally just a big Aussie music gather for the three days? Yeah. Just a, a nonstop bender? That's how almost? I see it. <laughs> I don't see it as us playing. I just see it as us like hanging out with our friends. Like. <laughs> That's when you can do like yeah, the appreciation no, set and just stand there because you're just with your mates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> damn, you're right. I'll do that. <laughs> no, I'm super excited for the um, for the Sydney show. We have something like special planned, so I'm excited for that. It's going to be very fun. Mm. Love a hook and a tease. I, can't give I don't know how because I don't know how to tease it. <laughs> <laughs> it. It's it's a bit of a cliche question. Um, but we, we do like to, to get it, to, to, to find out how people feel about it. You know, you obviously you're, you're, you're playing to international crowds at the moment uh, and then you're coming home for, for good things. What separates, you know, an Aussie festival crowd from the rest of the world in your experience? They just don't give a fuck, eh? <laughs> they just like, I don't know. They'll do a shooey with me. They'll tell me to do a shooey. <laughs> They'll yell some dumb shit. I just think they're so much more loose and it just feels like home. It's just great. And you can dress like an absolute like idiot on stage and everyone will be like, fuck yeah, that's sick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just little things. It's hard to explain. It's just a totally different vibe. I love it. Have you had any rogue Aussies at your international shows who start chanting shooey? Oh, yeah, yeah, we do have that sometimes. Sometimes they're not even Australian. They're just like, they just know it's a thing. And I'm like, you don't even fucking go in. Um, <laughs> Cultural appropriation. Yeah, definitely people have. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What the hell? Like, don't you dare. We are, uh, but we recently made like a fucking, because I was sick of like drinking out of people's shoes. I like, we made like a little, you know, like a stubby holder. We made one of them, but in the shape of a shoe. It's sick. 
That rules. As like merch. And so I can just drink out one of them if people heckle me. <laughs> On a ratio of show to shoey, like how many shoeys are you doing per tour? Uh, ever since the shoesy, a lot less. But <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I do at least five maybe per tour. That's a that's, solid That's a lot number. though. Like I'd say about five <laughs> shoeys a tour maybe. That is a lot. <laughs> And the shoes are only going to get bigger. Mm. Good things, I have no doubt. I think it'll be a big leather <laughs> knee high. There's a big footed people <laughs> yeah. there. Oh, you mean like gumboots? Oh, a gumboot shoey is <laughs> a sentence, I reckon. That's a punish. Oh, man. I know. We started doing these things when Mickey made it up because he always wears Crocs and he's like, I'm going to start pouring like drinks into my Crocs and do a Crocktail. <laughs> Croc. Don't hate it. Coined the term. Do not hate it. A Crocktail. <laughs> Fucking sick. I don't know. This is a Sydney surprise we're talking about, isn't it? The Crocktail. The Crocktail is a Sydney surprise. Opening up a Crocktail bar, you know, like it's it's nice, low lit lighting, bit of a smoky vibe, just a guy behind the the sex on the beach, Crocktail. Yep. (laughs) Well, before we let you go, Bonnie, the the new year is upon us, which is kind of scary in its own way, but. I mean, are there any resolutions you're looking at? Are there any, you know, new me, oh, oh, new, year, new, new year, new me yeah. no. approaches that you're going to be adopting? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I just fucking, if I want to change something, I'll just do it. I feel like the New Year's thing is cheesy, but also like I just know myself enough that I ain't going to stick to that. It's like when you like <laughs> were in school and you'd buy a bunch of brand new books and be like, I'm going to have a neat, neat year. Last three days, <laughs> you're not me anymore. Your bags a mess. Mm. Like just, that's how I view it. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> well, uh, listeners, if you're in Melbourne, Sydney, and Brisbane uh, across December 1st through 3rd, make sure to catch Stand Atlantic at the Good Things Festival rolling through town. And uh, if you haven't yet, go grow up and stream Sex on the Beach by Stand Atlantic on your favorite <laughs> streaming platforms. Bonnie, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for taking the time out of your Saturday night, your injury laden Saturday night, uh, to, to chat with us. Thank you guys so much. It was a pleasure. Sex on the beach. Tommy to the train track. Kerosene, not a match. I don't want to know why you're kissing my ass. Everybody out here trying to be famous. Couldn't give a fuck what your name is. Shameless. Only want to leave with the ones that I came with. With the ones that I came with. Zone the city creatures. Candy on their clothes. Love you till they don't. Just leave me alone. Yeah, I came all the way down. And I talked to myself.
episode now.